Welcome back, everyone, to episode 11 of the Killington Download. I'm your host, Justin Cash. Before we get started, if you've been enjoying these episodes, please consider subscribing. It would mean a lot. This week, we are mixing things up on the podcast and are hearing from a group of people as we all say goodbye to the old Killington Base Lodge. This episode is also the last one for the 2022 winter season. We will be returning in late spring to catch everyone up with what's happening at Killington and bring you a bunch of interesting guests and stories from the beast. Then we finish up the winter season the only way we know how, a conversation with Mike Salmano. We reflect back on what made this season so special and challenging and what he's looking forward to the most this summer. First up, as always, Crystal Caleri, Communications Manager for Killington and Pico. Crystal, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me again. The party continues. The podcast might be taking a small hiatus for uh, springtime. We'll be back in the summer. But the party continues at Killington. Obviously, the Beast of the East, the longest season in the East. But what's what's on tap? What, what are the next events that everybody can look forward to? Yeah, I mean, um, the Bear Mountain Mogul Challenge, which everyone looks forward to, is April 2nd. Um, there is multiple guest acts, Fast Times and Jamie's Junk Show, um, in addition to the competition. And you can find all kinds of party tips on killington.com backslash events. Um, and get ready to tailgate. If you haven't checked out the Bear Mountain Mogul Challenge, I highly recommend everybody does. Um, then next up on the calendar, a Woodward wind down. Yeah. So it's the first time we're doing this event. It's April 9th and it's going to be a dream maker. And we're just really celebrating the end of an epic park season. Not that we'll be done with parks for the season, but we're just going to celebrate it then when it's nice, warm, and hopefully sunny. And after that, Dazed and Defrosted. Dazed and Defrosted, Saturday, April 16th, and it's going to still be at K1 Base, even though we're going to be in construction. There's plenty of space. The Umbrella Bar will be open. We have live music by The Alchemist, The Sideways, and, of course, local legend DJ Dave. Mm-hmm. You can expect some soft bumps, cold brews, and on-snow demos as well. I hadn't seen DJ Dave in a while. Ran into him at the closing uh, at the KBL closing party. Always good to see him. Um, and then a few more events to kind of round out the season. Yeah, so the Easter service at the peak is back on Easter Sunday and May Day Slalom on May 1st. You can check out all of these events and more at killington.com backslash events. Crystal, thanks again for catching us up on all the springtime events. And thank you for a season's worth of updates. I've really enjoyed it. I look forward to connecting with you late spring to, uh, to keep the uh, podcast rolling through the summer. Um, thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having me. I look forward to talking about mountain biking soon. It's, it's right around the corner. Mountain biking, golf, fishing, hiking, skiing. Well, they'll still be skiing probably next time we talk, but uh, probably. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again, and uh, we'll catch up. Uh, we'll catch up at the Bear Mountain Mogul Challenge. All right. See you there. Norman Lash. I started skiing at Killington in approximately 1961. In 1966, when I was 15 years old, I cleared tables in this lodge for a dollar an hour. And it really hasn't changed too much. On March 20th, 2022, one last bowl of chili was served and one last beer poured at the Killington Base Lodge. Planned for demolition on March 28th, 
the base lodge or Killington Ski Shelter as it was originally called, was constructed in 1959 by the Vermont Department of Forests and Parks in a partnership with the Sherburn Corporation, a business entity which was established to privately develop a ski area called Killington Basin on Killington Peak. The Killington Download podcast took the microphones on the road and we set up shop during one last party at Mahogany Ridge Bar. Our goal was to capture the stories and memories from old-time locals and Killington skiers and riders as they came together to toast the old building one last time and celebrate the new base lodge planned for opening in late fall of 2022. Here's Martha Rice. So today, like I mentioned, is the closing day of this old Killington base lodge. Do you have any interesting stories about the base lodge? I do. Um, my husband and I uh, had a child, he just turned 16, and when we started coming here when he was about six months old with him, and we would take turns skiing uh, and watching him, and he actually took his first steps in this lodge. Get out of town. Yep. And it, his name is? Timothy. Timothy. Timothy Rice took his very first steps right here in the Killington Base Lodge. Yes, so quite I, an emotional day. So, so it, it, for you, you have a very personal attachment to this building, and and it, it must be hard to see it, see it kind of drift off into the sunset. It is, it is hard, it is hard. Pete Duffy. You know the the first thing that comes to mind. I remember, I don't know. Five years ago, maybe, maybe more than that, time flies. But I remember sitting out on the deck out here in those great benches that are along the glass that are still there. And it was a spring day, just sitting there, enjoying the spring. And there were probably four or five, six of us sitting along the bench. I don't think any of us really knew each other. And there was a couple to the right on the corner. Wasn't really paying attention to them. All of a sudden, he got up, gets down on his knee, and takes something out of his pocket and proposed to his girlfriend. And uh, all of a sudden, I looked over and I said, really? And, and she started screaming. And so I realized, really? And, wow. Uh, yeah, and so the, those of us that were out there and there were some other people at the table, you know, gave him a, a round of applause and everything. Ellen Smith. Well, I certainly do because when I first started I and working in ski school, you know, you had basically a morning class and an afternoon class. You got done around 3 o'clock, ran up here to do as many runs as I could between 3 and 4 o'clock, which yep. was crazy. It was dark and cold and freezing. And it's where I met my husband. So he would wait all day and ski with me between 3 and 4 o'clock on the bad conditions. And then we'd come here. We'd have some beers. And beers here, if you were in ski school, were 25 cents. When was that? In 1982? 1981? <laughs> it was in the 80s to like the late 80s. Beer was like 25 cents for a glass. Now, oh. I don't remember how big they were, Yeah, but they were a quarter. It was a quarter. Four you for could, a dollar. You could drink a lot of beer for no money. Even if you're, you know, we were getting paid like five fifty an hour. It wasn't like you were getting rich working here, but it was fun as could be. Leslie Griffin. So, I got to be honest, I haven't seen plans for the new building, but... I mean, this place is just so rich with memories, right? So, you know, starting up dance parties um, in the bar area. Uh, I just learned, I think, last year it's called Mahogany Ridge. Mahogany Ridge. Mahogany Ridge. Yes. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I didn't know that either. I, yeah. I mean, I, 
I learned it this year, but I always just thought it was the KBL bar or something right. like that. Yeah. yeah, big fan of Mahogany Mahogany Ridge. Mahogany Ridge. Um, but I think, yeah, it's it's so fun to have a 3 p.m. ski boot dance party. I have not been a part of a 3 p.m. ski boot dance party. How? Uh, I snowboard, okay. but no, 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 I, I ski as well. I ski as well. Well, it's been a while since I've been up here at three o'clock. I, I, yeah. I'm usually gone by, by two, but, um, so, uh, so the, the hardest thing about having a dance party in ski boots is when, um, people start to do the miming jump rope uh, and you need yes. to get in and yes. jump rope in ski boots. Okay. Very difficult. Very difficult. Very difficult. It, it, I mean, this building's so old that. It's possible that someone could actually go through the floor. But that, <laughs> I'm glad I'm learning that on the last day. <laughs> but, well, that's it. We only have one more dance party to get through, and then, and then it's clear sailing from there on out. Norman Lash. My first season pass at Killington, though, I must say, I paid $25 for it. <laughs> Vermonters under 13. Well, of course, when, when we were kids up here, Basically, the local kids owned Ramshead Lodge, and we, we did let other people in it, but it was ours. <laughs> and that certainly changed over the years. But when um, Bear Mountain and the Needle's Eye area opened, that was really, really pretty exciting. Um, and then, of course, with everything that Powder's done in recent years, it's, it's been nothing but good. Dave Dubois. 78 was the first time I came comes about 45 years. We started with uh, knit caps, no helmet, some old Rossi ST comps that had the groove down the middle. You had to get them going about 30 miles an hour to even get them to turn. They, they had about the flexibility of this table right here. Just individual memory. Probably uh, staying at uh, Turner River Lodge down on four. And uh, Dick Brady owned it for about 40 something years. And I had a weekday pass, and those days was like about $400. And you could get a room upstairs at dorm rates for $20. And I woke up one morning and had the three roommates from West Philly. And I skied for them for the next, with them for the next 15 or 20 years. No kidding. Yeah. On a, on a chance meeting? On a chance meeting. Lifelong ski buddies. They were, until marriages and this and that. And one of them moved to Australia. And yeah, it was great. Lauren Teton. Nine years ago, I met that guy over there at Bear Mountain at the Mogul Challenge. Okay. And I know this podcast is about the K-1 Lodge, uh, but the first time he kissed me, the day he met me, was right in front of the gondola right outside the K-1 Lodge. No kidding. So that is an emotional attachment to this building. <laughs> Norman Lash. So are you in the camp of you don't want to see this old building go, or are you in the camp of can't wait for the new lodge to open? I'm kind of in between in the sense that it is definitely time for this old building to go. So I'm looking forward to the new one. Sure, we'll, we'll miss some of the things about this, but actually not too many. Ellen Smith. Actually, I am so looking forward to the new lodge that while it has fond memories, I really can't wait till the new lodge is finished. It's so beautiful. The pictures are amazing. The architecture is amazing. And... We've kind of earned it, I, I think. I think so. And, you know, the memories are here, but, you know, I'm, there's lots about this that I'm not going to miss. It was built so long ago. Sharon Glazer. 
A little of both. I'm sad to see it go because, as I said, this has felt like home for so long with same people coming in and out all the time. But as I look around, it's time. It, yeah. It's time. We've got things falling down and little nicks and rips, and it's time. And I think the new lodge we're all excited about because K1 is so popular. Uh, being near the gondola, being near Superstar, being near the Umbrella Bar, I think that the twice the size will make such a difference. We will be packed. Pete Duffy. You hinted to, you know, being excited for the new base lodge. What, what are you really excited for with the new base lodge? Ah, uh, the views. Being able to sit inside the lodge and look out and see the mountain. Um, Right now, you can't see outside, and there's an amazing view outside of this mountain sure. or outside of this lodge. And so, looking forward to having the glass. I don't know this place. It's I think we all know it's special. Um, K1 Lodge. I know some people are like, oh, we should have kept the old one. Um, I don't know. It's got a lot of memories, but there's going to be a lot more memories made in the new lodge too. Tom Canale. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very bittersweet. Um, it's, it's a really like, you know, so many memories in here, um, with so many different people. Uh, I could go, I could go through the list. I mean, starting with Pat Thorzell and, you know, Paul Willette and Tom Raybeck and all these guys that we've lost who were bartenders that worked here. Um, they were just, you know, they were true characters unto themselves as well. Um. But, uh, you know, I mean, the new building is going to be great. We're all looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely bittersweet. Sharon Glazer. What is one of the quirks of this building that you're going to miss? The atmosphere at Mahogany Ridge was always um, enjoyable. Just all the the old little um, vintage items and the look of the bar itself. uh, And people just migrate to Mahogany Ridge, sometimes starting at 10 in the morning. Yeah, I just I think that that was probably one of the most enticing things about this lodge uh, was that bar and yep. those bartenders and just that whole atmosphere and when we had great music and or a celebratory day. Um, I think that's 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 KBL. All right, as always, we are winding up the podcast with Mike Salamano, President General Manager of Killington and Pico. Mike, welcome back to the podcast. Great to be here. It's been a few weeks since we've last talked, and something really big has happened. Uh, the K-1 closing party. I was there. You were there. Seemed to be a great time. Yeah, it was great to see so many people, you know, especially this year where we had masks on and a lot of our bars were closed to start the year. It was a cool way to end the year. And, you know, we've been waiting for a while to do that party. So it was it was pretty exciting. The band was great and everybody seemed to have a great time. I think so. Uh, The band took a minute to get on stage, but once they did, they rocked uh, the house for the last time um, until until next year. When is when is the planned opening of uh, of the new new lodge? You know, sometime in November, we got to have it done by World Cup. So uh, it's going to be pretty nice. I think people will be impressed with the new bar area. It's pretty, it's going to be pretty spectacular. So we're excited, but a lot of work to do. So it's, uh, it's good. We're, we're getting moving. 
so I heard the plan was to kind of empty out the building over this week and then just come on in and rip it right down. Yeah, Max, that is the plan. We're, you know, we're not actually going to blow it up like some people think, you know, we're actually, they come in and with big machines and kind of pick it apart and actually recycle a lot of the different pieces, you know, some of the big timber and some other things can be reused. So, so that's kind of cool. It's not getting wasted or really just blown up, but uh, put it, some of it to good use. Did, uh, I, I was noticing people were signing the walls and leaving notes everywhere. Did, mm. did you happen to sign the wall and leave a note? You know, I didn't sign the wall. I signed a lot of a lot of the hard hats, though. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of Bud Light hard hats floating <laughs> the around. The were all full by the time I got there. It was, uh, you would have had a, I needed a ladder to go up to sign it. So, some of the still com- some time. I might bring a marker up there before they take that baby down. Some of the comments were really great if you bothered to read a few. And uh, one of them was, will the next, next lodge be called the K2? It's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they will probably stick with K1. I like K1 Seems as well. Seems to it's work. Pretty right? easy, you know. We don't want to confuse people. Um, this is our last podcast for the winter season. Uh, we'll be coming back in uh, late spring, early summer, uh, and talk about mountain biking and all the great summer things to do in and around Killington. But let's uh, let's take a step back and think about the 2021 winter as a whole. Um, you know, certainly had its ups and downs. The weather not the best, but. You know, overall, it, it seemed really great to just get back to skiing in a regular, in a regular kind of fashion that we knew pre-COVID. Yeah, I mean, it had a lot of ups and downs. Obviously, we started with COVID. The weather was kind of brutal all year. You know, once we finally started like feeling like it was getting better, and then it would start raining again. So, weather-wise, it was definitely probably one of the toughest winters we've had. You know, we've made more snow than the last couple of years by a lot and and the cost of it was been through the roof right because even our electric rates are variable you know and so based on all different things in the market so you know we're spending a ton of money to not make a lot of snow really i mean it feels like we keep making it on the same trails we had some trails we never even really got to so you know that part was hard i mean we i think everybody knows we've been trying i mean literally every day we can make snow we have and we're still doing it you know, amazing. It's Tuesday afternoon this morning. You know, we we're making snow, you know, middle middle of March and we lose power. And so we still can't get a full day of snowmaking without some problem. It's just been like one of those years. I mean, uh, to still be making snow on March 22nd is, is, you know, just a real testament to the beast of the East and pushing the season as far as, as far as we can. Um, we were talking to Crystal earlier about a May 1st slalom. That, sh- that should be no problem to make. Yeah, I mean, it always depends on what the end of the season weather's like, right? It's been a little rough, but, hope, you know, typically it gets cold around now, and we're supposed to get some snow this weekend, and I don't think I finished my last comment. You know, we lost power because somebody ran into a tele, um, a power pole on the road, so we had a good snowmaking window last night, and they had to, and around 2 in the morning, somebody drove into a power pole, and we lost snow. We had to, you know, at least, I guess the person didn't get hurt, but, you know, it's just one of those things, though, like we finally get these short windows this time of year to only get a day or two here and there so you never want to have to take it offline it it seems uh typical for the 21 22 season that you have a brief window and you're going to pump out some snow and sure enough the power goes out so um maybe we'll put this all behind us and uh we look forward to the summer what are you looking forward to this late spring early summer 
I mean, I'm just so happy we're finally not wearing masks and it looks like we're getting back to normal. You know, we had kind of a head fake last summer where we got to this point where we thought we were getting back to normal and then we had to put masks on again. So, you know, it seems like even though it's been a tough year, people appreciate the efforts that the team have made. And, you know, I think by and large, you know, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback. So, so that's always rewarding. You know, I think people know we're trying. And, and so in terms of summer, you know, we're just, uh, yeah, it's nice to start seeing some longer days and, and um, you know, mountain biking and, and our summer business continues to grow. We have a lot of a lot of weddings. And so so business has been pretty strong, uh, even despite some of the challenges with weather. Give us some of your highlights for this past winter. What stands out to you? You know, I mean, obviously we did World Cup, which was pretty awesome again. You know, we did have our first time where we had to cancel a race on that Saturday. So that was, I guess I wouldn't say it's a highlight, but it's almost like when you're in the middle of COVID, anything you, anything we do and pull off is kind of amazing. So sure. the fact that we were able to do World Cup was pretty cool, you know, with a lot of restrictions, but it ended up going pretty well. And, um, you know, it's just, I, for me, it was just kind of more being able to open up more things. And, and after last year being so stuck and restrictive on so many things and even just masks outdoors and stuff that seemed kind of ridiculous, but you know, it's nice to be able to move out of that. I think, um, you know, it's just nice to start seeing people's faces again. To me, it's, that's, you know, I think people come here cause they're trying to get away and enjoy the outdoors and, and the whole mask thing just made it really tough. So I think, you know, it's a social group. People are here. They want to be able to see each other. I mean, sometimes you see people like, I haven't seen you in so long, or it's like you might've seen them, but you didn't even know it was them because they had a mask on. So, you know, to me, that's probably the best part of kind of everything that we're in right now. And speaking to a lot of people uh, on Sunday at the teardown party, you know, you, you mix great skiing with great people and, and you're just going to have a good time. And, uh, and, and that's what it felt like. That was the vibe in the room. Um, and I'm sure it'll extend deep into spring at the umbrella bars and, uh, superstar laps till the, the last little bit is gone. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, as we've said, we're committed to spring We're you know, it's been a little bit rough weather, but you know, we're going to make snow on superstar at least a couple more times, you know, uh, you know, we typically, I mean, I don't think many resorts have made snow in probably a month or two, right? And we've been making it pretty much every chance we can, and we're getting close to April and we're still making snow. So, you know, we, you know, we could still use more on Superstar though. There's been years when we've had a lot more, so, you know, it's not for lack of trying, but, um, you know, we'll just have to see how the weather holds out for the next couple of weeks. But I think we're going to still have some pretty, pretty great days still through the rest of the year. Kudos to the snowmaking team to keep pushing and pumping out snow onto Superstar to make sure that everybody will have big, soft, wonderful bumps uh, deep into spring, deep into May, maybe even June. Um, and there's probably a chance we'll see the the king, the the king of spring, um, out ripping bumps. Uh, have you seen the new King of Spring video? Yeah, it looks like... Um I think it's going to be a pretty good one. I saw a preview, so looks like the king's the king is back. the The king is back. The rumors, the rumors of his demise, have uh, greatly exaggerated. Um, it is a good video. I think it goes live when this podcast will be going live. I'll put a link in the show notes. Everybody should watch it. There might even be a cameo from one particular podcast host. I don't know, um, but uh, Mike, thank you very much for uh, joining us all season long on the Killington Download Podcast. It's always great to get the insight from the corner office um, from every little thing to, you know, why the steps at the top of the gondola are there, you know, how much a haul rope costs at Pico, you know, where the best breakfast sandwich is. Uh, 
great insight all season long. We look forward to continuing on uh, through the summer. Thanks again for coming on the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Well, that's a wrap for the Killington Download podcast this winter. We'll be back in late May with updates from The Beast and a fresh episode. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I'd like to give a big thank you to Amy Laramie, Crystal Caleri, Mike Salamano, and all of our guests this season. But most of all, a thank you to our listeners. I hope you've enjoyed the content. And if you have any feedback or suggestions, please leave them in the comments below. Till our next episode in May, I'm Justin Cash. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at The Beast.